Hello, welcome to the Artist Pivot Podcast. My name is Ayana Major Bay, and I am an actress, voiceover artist, mentor, and your host. This show is a bi-weekly conversation highlighting pivots and life lessons from the perspective of artists, those who work in and around the arts, and arts educators. For those listening who don't consider themselves artists, you can pivot too. Everyone possesses the ability to do so. You just have to be reminded sometimes. All of our life lessons have taught us to be better pivoters, and it is my goal to share these life lessons to guide and inspire others. Here is this week's episode. All right, y'all. So I am so excited to say that on the podcast today, I have someone very special joining me. His name is Ian Coulter Buford, and he hails from Belleville, Illinois, but now based in New York City. He is a performer, choreographer, creative director, recording artist, and educator, currently on the first national tour of Town. And his debut single out is out, entitled Juxtapose, by his music brand, Palan. Hey, Ian! What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. I know you are busy. Yay! Hoo chow. Yes. (laughs) Grateful. Grateful. Very grateful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. Yeah, I love it. So let's start off with if I asked you to text me right now how you were feeling. Like, Ian, how are you doing? How are you feeling? But you could only respond in emojis only. What would you send me? I'd probably send you the the I call them the thank you Lord hands. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the thank you Lord hand about the two hands. Uh in black, of course. Mm-hmm. And brown skin. <laughs> um, I would do the um, the explodey head emoji. Mm-hmm. I would probably do the smiling emoji mm-hmm. and the heart emoji. That okay. probably that probably sums it up. Okay. Yes. I've never asked that before. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I would thank you for that imaginary text. I just like to do that to be like, because we use emojis so much nowadays. That's true. Very so like, true. How would you respond? Just you, but you, you're limited to emojis only. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, great, great, great. I love it. I can, I can envision that. <laughs> um. So, Ian, thank you for joining me. I know you're busy, you know, <clears throat> hair, hair flip. You're on the tour of Town right now. Um, yay! Yay! Y'all, I'm so happy for him. <laughs> <laughs> I, thank you. Thank you. I, it's been a long time coming, but we get, finally got in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, Ian, I want to talk to you about, you know, in essence, your pivots and your life lessons as an artist. And you actually started in the industry as a child. Like, you've been in since you were about 12 years old, correct? Yes, yes. I started performing at the Muni at 12. And okay. that was kind of like my, like, stomping grounds, if you will, my university before university. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing in... And and for those who don't know who the Muni is, a big regional theater in St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis is literally like 25 minutes from my hometown. And so, uh, yeah, that's where I found my love for theater. And mm-hmm. um, I was there until I was 18, for the most okay. part. Okay. Um, and then college. So I've been in, quote unquote, the game 
for almost 20 years. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Wow. <laughs> when you say it, you're like, oh, have I? Oh, wow. I just thought about that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> almost 20 years. Yeah. Almost 20 years. Well, all right now. Yes, I'm here for it. So take me, give me a little bit or, you know, an outline. I know you've done a lot. So give me a little bit of an outline of after you graduated college, your career in the arts. Yeah. Um, I started off, uh, doing, um, I started off with the muni. It was like my, like, adult debut, if you will. Um, this was when, uh, we were doing Aladdin. This is when they were kind of like shopping around which productions they were going to take to Broadway. Okay. Um, and so this was at the muni and it was like starring like Robin DeJesus as Aladdin and John Tartaglia as a genie, mm-hmm. Kim Page as the Sultan. So all these people I, grew up with in all honesty like i was like oh my god i'm working with these people that's crazy and i and i've worked with these people before as a kid but then i didn't didn't know who they were but then after college you know literally they're in books studying them and and stuff like that i was like wow i'm working with these people so that happened and then the associate choreographer for that was a director choreographer for a theater works production of Junie B. Jones. Okay. And I was like, hey, I saw that you were doing Junie B. Jones. And he was like, yeah, I think I, we might have a role for you. Like, you should come out to a New York and audition. Mind you, I didn't want to go to New York. I wanted to go to Atlanta. Okay. To be a background dancer. So I guess that's one pivot. Um, wow, I, I didn't to, know that about you. Yeah, I wanted to be a background dancer. I was like, okay, like, Atlanta has a lot of theater and they do, they have recording artists. So, like, I'd rather be a background dancer. But, like, okay. I can still get a theater fix, you know, in yeah. Atlanta. Cool. Yeah. So he was like, he's in New York, come to New York. So I got to New York, auditioned, got the job, and then was in New York for tour. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Fell in love with New York, didn't want to leave. Um, and, geez, I don't even know. That's what's next? Had to go home. Oh, oh, had to go home to St. Louis for a year because mm-hmm. I spent all my money. Was broke as a joke. Oh, I never experienced that kind of money so frequently, you know, before college. Like, I was like, oh, this is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm getting paid every week. Like, uh-huh. cool. Money gone. Mm-hmm. Went home was like, well, I got to get back to New York City. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I will be doing that. So I spent a year uh, working at Express. Okay. For a year. Yeah. Came back to the city. Via the, the Judy B. Jones tour again, I was like, hey, are you looking for another person? They're like, yeah, sure, jump in. So jump back in. Okay. Went on tour again. Uh, I did The Wiz at Mulch Jupiter uh, with some amazing peeps. Brenda, Brenda Braxton. That was the yes. first time we met. Okay. Um, and then uh, did Lacage in Colorado. Um, did a little pivot there also. Like, was um the box office patrons relations specialist for like okay. a summer, a summer okay. and a half. Yeah. Like four or five months. And then that next year I was in the Lacage because like it makes sense to me. <laughs> um then started my after midnight journey for three years. Yeah. From fifteen to eighteen. Mm-hmm. And that's where we at, met. That's where we met, yes. Yes, doing after, after midnight. midnight during mm-hmm. that whole moment of craziness that whole yes. three years of craziness it's so crazy um uh made my all-star broadway debut as an actor and as a choreographer in 2019 um 
the pandemic mm -hmm. and then worked a year and a half with uh, ABC with the Cameron Hall show. Okay. And then that was another like pivot that kind of had to be done. Mm -hmm. And then um, literally from then and now to Hades Town. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So you you've been pivoting all over the place. I mean, you. I mean, you have to. Uh -huh. You gotta pay your bills. Yeah. Come on, okay. <laughs> yes. Your bills gotta get paid, and I'd rather do something I like than not. The, ooh, ooh, Ian. Yes, that. Let's talk about that for a second. I think yeah, that sure. is that is a lesson, and I will say, I, I, I learned that in my, I think, my later twenties. Mm into my 30s um that it's like doing something that you really like to help you pay the bills while you are waiting for your next contract if you will or or yeah. not even waiting for your next contract if you're trying to create something of your own but to produce mm. your own thing costs money yeah. yep so it's you know working something that you like yeah that's and beneficial for everybody. You, the customers, <laughs> or whatever you're doing. <laughs> yes. that, I mean, yeah, you liking your job. My father, I always will never take this. I will, all, or I'm sorry, I will always take this to heart. My father always said, when it becomes a job, you should go. Mm. He was referring to theater in particular, but he's like, when it's not fun anymore, you should leave. But so I took that as, if I'm not liking what I'm doing, I'm gone. Yeah. yeah. Period. No matter yeah. what job I'm doing. Um, so that's kind of how I've led my life as I kind of navigate, I guess, mm -hmm. after school mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. that um, like I like if I can tolerate it. OK, cool. If I can tolerate it, I'm, I'm OK with that because I know that it's not my final destination. I just know it's just like a, a step, a pivot <laughs> in my journey um, versus versus it being my career. And I'll do my best for the time in which I'm there with you I'll, I'll work i'll do the job i'll do it to what it's supposed to be but it's only a moment for me I'll, what i say this is only a moment in the woods <laughs> yes come on just a moment in the woods in yes. the woods, and then yes. I'll, I'll do what i need to do later but yeah mm -hmm. that's how mm -hmm. i feel about that yes and and i actually agree with you and yes it's hard sometimes to see that um, but also, you know, we're walking by trust and faith that it's like, I'm putting in the work, I'm auditioning or I'm building whatever I'm creating or I'm recording or doing what I need to do. So something mm. will come of it. So I'm not going to be in this quote unquote, we call it a day job or survival job or, you know, the, the job that pays the bills. I won't be here forever. Mm. Yeah. But you're like, like you said, do your best. Yeah. Do and your people best. people see that. Because you never know. You never know. You never know who's watching. I mm -hmm. Literally, this job that I left, the my boss was like, Ian, I know you don't want to be here because she knows what I want to do. Ah, and okay. I said, and she's like, Ian, I know you don't want to be here, but like, we really appreciate your hard work. And I was like, I never said that. First and foremost, I said, y'all make it good. Y'all make the job actually me wanting to get up every day and mm -hmm. come here. I, and I'm in the entertainment industry. You never know. Who's going to be watching your, your work ethic? Who's going to be watching what you do? So I always just try to just do it. Just do it. Do it as well as I can in that moment. I'm not going to take it home with me. It ain't, again, it ain't like a show where I rehearse and take it home and do homework and then come back. I, I don't have to do all that. I will give you what I can. I'll give you my 100% of what I can in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I'm leaving that 
job after I leave the building and I am living my life. Right, right. I Yes. But that's so interesting that she came to you and was like, oh, I know you don't want to be here. Did she? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how, like, if you, especially if you never said it, how she came to that conclusion of like, oh, or maybe here's, here's me just kind of assuming that maybe she's like, oh, I know he's a performer. That's so I, I think that's no, what he doesn't want to be here. To say, um, say okay, I, gotcha, I, I, gotcha. I had a friend, I had a really dear friend of mine who got me this job, pretty okay. much because he was the um, he was a um, basically like boss over my boss. Okay. And so he was like, Ian, I know you're doing your acting thing, but like we're in a pandemic, TV is starting to push back out again. You know, would you like a job? And I was like. Uh, I was like, let me think about it. And, and in my head, I was like, what is there to think about? You need money. I was mm-hmm. tired of the government withholding my money or playing with my money. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like one day you got a check and one day you don't. I don't have time for that. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I stepped out on faith and I said, I'm just going to, I think actors are the most malleable people and they can do any job. You just direct and do something. That's literally what we do for the most yes. part. There is other layers to that. But on the surface, you tell me what to do. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Period. You show me how to do it. I'll learn quickly. Period. Yes. Um. So, yeah. So she was just like, so between my friend and the and the other boss, they I think they all kind of came for her. That all kind of came together as I know you don't want to do this for your career because these are these people's careers. <laughs> right. These have been, right. They have been doing this forever. Not forever, but you know what I mean. Um. But this is their livelihood, and I'm just here in a moment in the woods, and I'm just here to, you know, figure it out. And they were so gracious about me auditioning, and they were so amazing about me. Like, they understood, and I really am grateful and appreciate that because I wouldn't be literally where I am now if they didn't let me. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, I probably would have quit, but then I went out of a job. <laughs> right. Then you're like, oh, I would have been out of a job. But that also says something about them as, you know, people, a a corporation that they're like, oh, yes, we know that his dream is something else. But also you put in 100% while you're there. So, yes, you can go audition for what you want, because when you you when you're here, like you said before, when you were here, you do 100 percent, you actually do 110 percent. You put your all into the job. So then they have no problem letting you audition for the moment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, and it's, that's college. That's, that's been like my mentors and stuff. And they're always just like, give 100% as much as you can for that day, <laughs> for that moment. And then mm-hmm. that's it. Again, you never know who's watching. So the fact that like, now that I've moved on from the job and, you know, I'm a choreographer as well. Like, I'm like, Hey, if I need a choreographer, let me know. And because of the work that I've done with him as just like a production assistant oh we know ian works hard he, we know ian can get the job done so i have no problem suggesting you as a choreographer because i know i've seen the work that you do when you don't when it's not technically the job you want to do there you go there you yeah. go yes and that follows you and i don't think i don't think let me not say that i do think some people understand but i do also yeah. think some people don't understand that that it your reputation follows you it precedes you actually period no matter where you are <laughs> no matter where you are. And there's a phrase that I live by now. And I, you know, I, I would like to say that my mother taught me and my, my father, my parents taught me very well of like, you put your best foot forward. You do your best. Like, 
even if it's, like you said, not what you want to do. But there was this quote I heard a couple of years ago, and it's like, your name is in rooms that you haven't even thought about entering yet. And good or bad, that's the thing, good or bad, your name is in rooms you haven't even thought about entering. Truly. So, right, your reputation precedes you. And like you said, you built this reputation to be like, I work hard, y'all, no matter what the job is. So, call me for a choreographer. (laughs) Period. I'm like, call me for the things that I want to do. I got you. Because those are things that I will work extra hard for because I want to do them. There you go. There you go. So with that, I would like to ask you, are there any lessons that you have learned throughout, you know, your whole career that you have, you know, used to to pivot yourself into new aspects of your life or even lessons that took you a long time to learn? Like you it just kept the lesson just kept coming up and you were like, Ian, if you don't learn this lesson right now. (laughs) Oh, Child, the biggest thing is money. The biggest okay. thing is money. We don't we don't get a you don't get a lesson. You don't get mm-hmm. a you don't get a class in school. You know, parents do the best they can. You know what I mean? But like mm-hmm. if they don't know, you know they they're they're trying to figure out their own thing, and you're like, just go out there and figure it out. So money was hard. Money was hard for me. I feel like I'm at a beautiful place, and the pandemic actually taught me that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had no, I kind of it kind of forced me to. It forced me to to say like, what do you actually need? Oh, you know, you don't actually need this. Great. I need water. I need food. I need shelter. I don't need mm. to go. I, I mean, we couldn't go out, but like, you know, everybody buying things on Amazon. And yes, I did. I did partake, but like, I was very happy with myself in regards to like, you don't need this right now. You don't need this right now. Or well, actually, you don't want this right now. I had to change those. Those. I had to uh, change my perspective. Yeah. You want this. You don't need this. You need mm-hmm. like the things I said before. You need food. Cool. You got groceries. You got groceries in your fridge. Thank you, Jesus. You got other things like, you know, that's it. That's all you need. You don't need nothing else. You got books. You got plenty of books. Go read them. <laughs> you got, you got, you know, a bunch of, you know, you got internet, you know, you got all those things that, you know, when you're in the house 24 seven, you need those things to mm-hmm. keep yourself sane. That's all you need. I want this. Okay, cool. If you want it, put aside a little money to save up for it. Continue mm-hmm. to, you know, um, stack up and, and save money. But, like, if you want something specifically, put your money aside. It's okay. It took me a while to learn that. But I'm grateful to mm-hmm. finally be in a good place in that. Um, yeah. Also, fighting your battles. Like, you don't have to fight everything. Mm-hmm. Pick, or pick your battles. Um Cause I'm wanting to be like, okay, y'all, like, I'm wanting to just be like, it don't make sense to me. Why are you doing it this way? Because you can easily do it this way, this way, this way, this way, and it'll be easier. Mm-hmm. I had to pull back and be like, it's not my company. I'm here to do my job and my job only. <laughs> Come on, yes. I'll make, I'll make suggestions, and if you don't like, if you don't, you'll take them with a grain of salt and you keep it going. Cool. I used to get mad. I'm like, you should take my advice because. Not to say, like, I'm right, but I just, just something logistically didn't make sense in my past. And I'm like, but, okay, okay. Now I'm just like, cool. Now if it's something, especially now, when it comes to my black body or somebody else's BIPOC body or mm-hmm. something of that sort, that has to be addressed. Yeah. We no longer have time to throw that away or uh-huh. to 
Oh, no, no, no. That should be addressed. Now, the way you address it is definitely very important, but yes. it definitely should be addressed and addressed pronto. Uh, I guess other things is, <laughs> um, yeah, that's, I think those are, those are pretty good things. And just, mm-hmm. uh, also just not comparing myself. I used to be a jealous person. I used mm-hmm. to be so jealous of other people. Um, and that cut out about like 24, 25, okay. but I was just so uh, comparing myself with others. And mm-hmm. it's so miraculous when you turn 30, how you don't care about nobody else but you. Don't it change, no, no, honey? I mean, not, not, not you know, it, it, in retrospect, but like, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, uh, I don't care what you're doing over here. I got things I got to do, you know, think perspectives start to change. You know, you're thinking like, okay, cool. In 10 years, I'm turning 40. We got other things we got to start thinking about. Like, I don't mm-hmm. literally have the capacity to think about what you're doing because I'm doing my stuff over here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that. That was yes. a big thing. Yes. That's a big thing. Yes. I, Ian, ooh, I 100% agree with you. Something changed when I got into my 30s. Yeah. Like, something changed. You just walk, you're like, you, I, I don't know, you just, you, you walk upright, you're like, I don't care. <laughs> you're like, Whatever. I don't have time. Right, like, I'm comparing myself. Why am I comparing myself? I'm the only Ayana Major Bay in this world. You're the only Ian Coulter Buford in this world. Like, Truly. why am I comparing myself to somebody else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can literally do only my Ian's best work, and that's it. Right. That's the only thing I have control over is that work. And so when right. I come in and I do my best work, period for anything mm-hmm. that's all i have control over i think that's why my reputation is very is extremely important to me period yeah. my my word my reputation those things i only can have control over and that's coming from me and so that's why that's very important to me because that's all i have control over everything else i can't control but i have control right. over that right that's it that's it you have control over yourself yeah. Truly, and holding myself accountable. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that's another thing. Oh, oh, holding myself accountable. Uh, holding myself accountable, and not only holding myself accountable, but making sure that other people know I'm holding myself accountable. If that makes sense. So yes, you know, it does. Apart, taking the moment to apart. Like if I know if if I am wrong, or if I if I you know, me and somebody else are in a disagreement, and I'm wrong, something as simple as that. But saying like, you know what? I was wrong. I apologize about that. I'm wrong. My bad. And then keep it moving. You don't have to harp on it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, holding myself accountable, that was a big thing for me to, yeah. to grasp. Yes, that's fair. That's fair. And that's also putting your pride aside. Like being able to apologize oh, is putting your pride aside. A lot of people can't. Even me, I have to go, Ayana, swallow your pride. You t- uh, Go apologize right now because you know you was wrong. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Um, especially when you work so hard and, you, and, and, and you're like, no, it's got to be this. And then you're putting your foot in your mouth and you're like, oh, OK, OK. It wasn't that. My bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Those are some good lessons, Ian. Those are some good I'm lessons. I'm trying to learn in these streets. I'm trying to learn. <laughs> yes. We, listen. I'm trying to be all, a better person. That not that what it's about, though? No matter yes. what your field is, you're just trying. I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying to be the best version of me. Period. Exactly. Because that's what's going to give me peace at night. That's what's going to make me go to sleep. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Is that? Yeah. Yes. yes. Being the best, best version, best iteration of yourself. And I think that's, yeah. you know, what we can ask for. Because even going back, I think this kind of whole thing is about, you know, being a better person. But, like, nobody wants to work with someone who's mean or is not happy to be around like no you don't have to be happy every day that's not realistic but even if you're in a bad mood you know how to not bring that into the workplace you know how to not bring that to place like go call your best friend and vent well right i hope you do i hope thank you thank you for the correction right i hope you know for therapy hallelujah amen (laughs) (laughs) to help you navigate i'm not feeling good today Mm-hmm. I know that I need to not see this person or I know that I need to take a deep breath in my car before I walk into this building or whatever you need to yes. do. So you need acknowledgement and taking accountability to say, hmm, okay, I know I'm not feeling it today. Let me figure what I need. I need coffee. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Whatever your little moment is, right. figure that out. But yeah, yeah. sorry I interrupted. Go ahead. Oh, no, you're fine. That was that was literally my thought. Like, thank you for finishing it. Like, that that was it. It's like having the accountability to know, ooh, I'm not feeling my best today, but it's nobody else's fault. So I'm not going to take that mm. out on my fellow coworker or castmate or boss or whoever or family member. Yeah. Having that awareness and that accountability to go, yeah, okay, let me go get a cup of coffee. Let me go take a deep breath outside. Let me go call my best friend. Whatever it is so that you don't put that on somebody else. So yeah. then, of course, that damages your reputation, w- you know, with these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I, I also, uh, going off that, uh, reading the room. Yeah. A lot of people don't know how to do that. Yeah. It's very interesting, especially when we're cast. People think that because we're cast, we're best friends. Ooh. Automatically. Yep. <laughs> um, and that's not always the case. Yes. We have to work together. Yes, it's, theater is a communal, collaborative moment, and we mm-hmm. strike up relationships pretty quickly in a small amount of time. Yeah. Yes, I get that. And I, I can see how that can be conceived as friendship. Yes. To me, that ain't friendship. We are colleagues. Now, if you, you know, you find relationships within the cast where you like, oh, we, we really vibe. I can actually hang out with you outside of this moment. Yeah. Great. But... People just have to read the room and understand that, oh, I'm, I feel that you're not feeling this today. I'm going to leave you alone. I'm going to give you your space. Some people can't do that. Um, and that is not a lesson I've had to learn. Or I guess a lesson I've had to learn in regards to, I'm not, I, I'm a pretty good person at being aware and reading the room. I've kind of always have been. Mm-hmm. But understanding that these people don't understand that. I think that's the lesson I had to learn. Okay. Because I'm like, how do you not understand that? I know how to do that. Why you don't know how to right. do it? Right, right. And being like, having the patience to say, or saying, or having the um, the gumption to say, in a in a very nice tone, mm-hmm. hey, I'm not feeling it today. Do you mind? I'm. I just need my space. Yeah. Because I used to be like, oh well, they're gonna think you a bitch. They're gonna think you a you know, they're going to think you were, you know, something. No, it's right. okay to be like, no, I need my face today. Thank you right. so much. Especially for, like, especially for you. You specifically, I need my face from you today. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I Agreed. I, and I think that's a lesson that 
anybody can take into anything. Like, I remember, you know, my best friend works a nine to five and he's always like, and he's a very aware person. He's always like, I need, I would like to, yes, I'm at my desk, but I, I need to not talk to you right now. Or I mm. need, like, he knows what he needs. Yeah. But I do think that those of us in the arts are a little bit more in tune with that. A little bit more of like, yeah, today, I don't, I'm good. I just kind of want to be by myself or be in my feelings or like, I'm good. Like, thank you. I'll see you. Like, I'll see you on stage or like, I'll see you on the bus when we traveling or like. Truly. You know, but that, I think that's a lesson everybody has to learn of like being aware of yourself, what you need in that moment. And then also, like you said, reading the room, being aware of, Ooh, you know what? Ian is not, I could, his energy is a little off today. I'm going to just say hello and I'm going to keep moving. Yeah. Because he, he might be going through something. Because that's also it. Yeah. We don't know what people are truly going through every single yeah. day. Truly. There, you, you, and sometimes you may never know. Yeah. 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 And, and that's okay, too. But, like, uh, all I can be is kind. Mm-hmm. Or just at least, like, hey, how you doing? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. It's good to see you. Have a good mm-hmm. day. Keep it moving. That there it is. Ooh, Ian, you hit it on the head. That's it. Just be <laughs> kind. Uh, I, 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 if people would just be kind and sympathetic and empathetic to people and understand that just because you're having a good day don't mean somebody else is, mm-hmm. and you don't have to force people into your good day bubble. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I used to do that a lot. I think I'd be like, "Why aren't you happy? Like the sun is shining," and you're like. Because I don't have to be that way. And I think that was a moment for me to be like, oh, okay. I'm a fairly happy person for the most part. I can find joy in kind of anything. Um, very mm-hmm. optimistic type of person. Um, but mm-hmm. still being a real person. Still understanding that yeah. life is actually a life. Um, yeah. But as I've gotten older, you experience, you experience more people, especially in the arts, and you experience just like them. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's just not your, your jam. And that's okay, too. Um, but being yeah. kind. Being kind, period, is my MO. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Being kind. Because we're all human beings. And we're all trying to do our best each day. And just, like, be kind. Like, that's it. Yeah. Period. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> be kind, period. Right. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I think I definitely saw a shirt the other day that said that I should go buy it. It literally just says, be kind. Like, Truly. Especially, <laughs> like, we're going through something that we, we've never experienced in our lifetimes before. And it's gotten really dark. It, there's been some sun. But, like, for the most part, it's been really dark. And it's just like, okay. Well, all I again, all I have control over is how I react to people. And I'm, just, I'm always going to try to just give you love mm-hmm. as much as I can. Or as much like as much as my cup is full, that's that's how much I a little bit I, I can give you a little bit. Okay. Yes. Understood. Understood. Yes. 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 Yeah. So my last question I would like to ask you is, what would be your you know nugget of wisdom from all of these years of just living life, whether it's you know wisdom for artists or wisdom for people, you other humans, <laughs> just your nugget of wisdom. And or your word of advice to be like, mm. this is, this is what I'm gonna leave with you. Oh, kind of airing off of what we were just talking about, just walk in love mm-hmm. as much as you can. 
to the best of your ability in that day and that hour and that second, mm-hmm. walk in love. You don't know what folks are going through. You don't know. You may even know this person, but you still may not know what they're going through. But yeah. it's just walking in love. It's just walking in love. I mean, having empathy and putting yourself in other people's shoes and saying mm-hmm. like, oh, I wouldn't want to be treated like this if I was them. So let me pull yeah. back. Yeah. And, and, and holding accountability for your actions. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And say that. That yeah. might be somebody's breakthrough. Yeah. That might be somebody's like, I needed that. That literally just broke through and now I can move past or move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but walking in love is a big thing for me. Period. Yeah. I may, I, there's been moments I may hate people's guts. I don't hate people often, but there's some people in my life that I do not like. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm not going to be fake towards you, but I'm not going to, what uh, Destiny's Child say, uh, I'm not going to, uh, what did they say? Uh, you know, I'm not going to dish you on the internet. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right. Talk me better than that. I'm not going to dish you on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> because that's energy that I don't need to expel. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I need for me. Yes. That's, that's water that needs to be in my cup. I don't need to drop water in, out into the universe because it's not going anywhere. If I'm right. pouring in somebody else's cup, cool. Mm-hmm. If I'm pouring in my cup, cool. But just to right. be throwing water out your cup just because, I don't need that. I need all the energy that I need for me and to give as much love as I can to the people and the world. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love it. Thank <laughs> you so much for sharing, Ian. Of course. I really appreciate you having me. I don't want to be on this show. It's just the... The After Midnight Wives of 3.0. The real, the real Housewives of After Midnight 3.0. Y'all, go back My and listen girl. to the episode if you haven't. That was the season finale of, episode finale of season one. The girls were on, y'all, from After Midnight. They're <laughs> killing it. I'm so proud of everybody. I'm so proud of all of them, y'all. Ooh, they, these ladies are out here killing the game, okay? Truly. They're killing it. Shout out to all of you to... Brent, Miss Brenda Braxton, to Crystal Mackey, to Iman Ayana Barnes. You know, I had to say her, her middle name because that's my name. Um, to Asha Brownie Gordon, to Shari Williams, to Bria Williams, to Leandra Ellis Gaston. The girls love are you. killing you. I love you, ladies. Are killing if it. you're listening, I love y'all. <laughs> I'm, pro- I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. This is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. But before I let you go, I have two more things. So the first okay. one is give me all of your social media. Where can people find you? Where can they chat with you? Where can they where can they get in touch with you? Yes. So um, you can find me on Instagram. Instagram is probably where I'm the most active, in all honesty. So you can find me at Ian Coulter Buford on Instagram. Please check out my, my new music brand. It's at I am Palan. Um, it's about like mental health via music um mm-hmm. via my journey to mental health clarity um the new single is called juxtapose so it's out now um yeah and my website iancoulterbuford.com it'll tell you all the info there um anything else no yeah that's okay. it <laughs> great don't worry i will put all of that in the show notes you guys so you can just click and he'll have easy access to it And then, Ian, I must say to you that I acknowledge you, I celebrate you, and I uplift you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that today. 
You're welcome. Oh, You're thank welcome. you, Black woman. Happy Black History Month. Oh, thank you. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> Thanks for thank coming you. on, my friend. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Please feel free to visit this episode's show notes for links to get in touch with my guest, as well as a link to rate and review my podcast on Podchaser. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, all you have to do is scroll down to the rate and review section. You can find and connect with me on Instagram at The Artist Pivot to see audiograms, fun facts, and posts featuring my guests. Make sure you hit the subscribe button if you haven't already to get notified when a new episode is out. And please share this episode with at least one friend. Ever heard the phrase, found time? Well, Audible helps you find the time to get more stories and information while commuting, cooking, gardening, exercising, etc. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection, and access to daily news digests, as well as guided meditation programs. They have podcasts, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and exclusive Audible originals you won't find anywhere else. Fun fact, if you listened to every title on Audible, you'd be listening for more than three centuries. So click the link in the show notes or visit audibletrial.com slash theartistpivot to start your 30-day free trial of Audible and listen to that book you haven't read yet or laugh at a comedy special while doing the dishes. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash theartistpivot. Using the link lets Audible know that we sent you and a great way to support the show. You can also support the show by buying me a coffee. Well, not literally, but figuratively. Click the support the show link in our show notes and it will take you to a site called Buy Me a Coffee, where you can support the show with your donations. If you do ever want to buy me a coffee in real life, my favorite coffee is the Italian brand Lavazza. No, they did not pay me to say that. This episode was edited by Kieran Niemand and produced by me, Ayana Major Bay. Thank you for tuning in and I'll speak to you soon. <laughs>